How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Everybody have a little fun. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It is October 20th, 2020. Uh, two. two. It's two for Thursday here. We're doing two guests, a couple of Adams on the show. We've got Adam Conover and Adam Curtis. And there's a big mix-up uh, from producer Matt. Oh, boy. I said, we should get Adam Carolla on the show. He says, I'm on it! <laughs> <laughs> and guess who walks in to my surprise? Adam Conover. Am I saying that right? Conover? Yeah, you, no, you, the, first, the guy right the first time. Yeah. Unless she poops. And people have issues with my pronunciations and names, and I just, I try my best. But I really don't try that hard, I guess. And I press... Anyway, well, Adam's here. People are also confused often when I start the show and there's a guest here and I don't properly introduce them, as if this is supposed to be some tired, and Doug is here. There are rules. Like, good horny. There are no rules. We rip up the rules on this show. We're meant to be, they're meant to be broken. Broken. Vic Berger, the fourth. That's why they exist. You are openly flaunting our guest today with your jacket. I understand what you're doing. You're very... Very, you see what's oh, happening I here, see Adam? It. I see, you can wear the jacket, it's fine. Okay. Adam, yeah, I don't object to the jacket. <laughs> Adam Conover <laughs> is here. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut down the segment. And everybody knows Adam. Yeah. I guess I guess they do, yeah. You're an incredible force. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. That's a, I've never heard that before. You are an incredible force of good. Wow. Thank you. Oh. I, I mean, that's. Uh, We're going to get into it. it. We're gonna get into it. Oh, You've got new shows. When did this new show come out? The the G word. The Netflix show that came out in May. Okay. And it's been been about six months now. So it's going. It's it's all out. It's all it's out. The Netflix model. They drop it and stop it. They dro- <laughs> <laughs> drop. it and stop it. That's what they do. Every time they launch a show, they pull a big lever. They drop it and stop it. All right. Let them out. And now close it down. That's basically what happens. You get like two days. We got two days on the top banner, you know, like a week of press. And then it's just no one's going to say a single word about the show ever again. It's in the past. Shove it deep. uh, Like, you know, you're scrolling through. You're looking at Glory with Matthew Broderick and... uh, 
<laughs> the Pelican Brief, and the G Word. <laughs> Glory <laughs> with Matthew. No one has thought about that movie in 15 years. Oh, I That's think incredible. about it every day. <laughs> welcome to our community out there. Let me just welcome you to the show. Thank you for joining us. We are big also breaking news. Big also breaking news. This is why I don't have that Cordon's uh, slot, by the way. I don't, I'm not a professional broadcaster but like he is. Um, were you disappointed? Well, the big news is... <laughs> <laughs> I was let down. I was let down. By James's I was, was crestfallen. Sudden, sudden downfall due to his rude behavior. I was heartbroken. Yeah. I was... You're a, you were a big champion of his. I, I felt... I, 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 I thought there could be good things in the world, and you know, it turns out... James Corden, not a nice guy. Even some of the, yeah, it's wow. the myth. The myth has been broken. Yeah, the myth of him being Mr. Nice Guy has been shattered instantly in an instant. Mm -hmm. um, no, the big news is, and this is not big news, is we are <laughs> now broadcasting on TikTok. Do you have TikTok? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you. I do have TikTok. I do have TikTok. But I've not been able, they've not turned on the feature that lets me broadcast live except oh, for my phone. Are we you, can, we are can you talk. using your feed through yes, TikTok? Yes, we can wow. talk. Wes, let's go to the studio. Wes has been the big engineer behind this. Let's go to the control room, I should say. Uh, Vic, uh, Wes. Hey, Tim. Hi, Wes. Tell us, tell me and Adam, mostly Adam, I'm checked out on this conversation already. <laughs> but you're gonna stay in it. But I will soldier through. What is this about TikTok going live? How do we push that lever to uh, drop it and stop it? <laughs> we, we paid someone a lot of money, a lot of money to push that lever. See, Wes has got it in his in his mind that he's, he's a comedian. Funny. Now. He's twice funny. now today, he made a, a little quip on our pre-show live stream. He's a friend of the show. I want a friend of the show is working through. with TikTok and hooked us up. What is this about oh. TikTok going? Mm. You can hook me up. <laughs> they would love it. Doug, I, I, I would love I, to stream on TikTok. They never turned it on. This is the weird thing about TikTok. You have to know a guy yeah. at a social media site. Well, that was like back in the day with Twitter to get verified. For, yeah. for some reason, I had to go through Todd Barry. He <laughs> <laughs> really? was like, hey, man, hey, man, you want to get uh, verified? I could, uh, I, could, I could hook you up. I know a guy. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Todd's good for something. Print that. Um, Doug, let me just comment on your new technology of sampling. The show in real time. Wait, what? Yeah, see. Because there are already so many legitimate technical difficulties with the show, that we have people. Vic has the show on on his computer going, so we're getting the the loop thing going on. You playing stuff from thirty seconds ago is essentially that. Like a buffering. This is amazing. This is the most DJs I've ever seen on a single show. She's <laughs> got one host and five DJs. I've got to start letting people go. <laughs> uh, I've got Adam Curtis coming up in 20 minutes or so, and you're familiar with Adam Curtis. Yeah. He's going to be calling in. He refuses to be on video, which I understand. Uh. Um, I'm very nervous. I've spoken to him before. Uh, he's incredibly, much like yourself. Incredibly intelligent man. Yeah. Very smart. Very prolific. Yeah. So Every I've day. asked the boys to not be doing their drops, and they've, they've <laughs> accepted <laughs> that <laughs> request. Okay, thank you. So get him out now. <laughs> <laughs> get him 
I'm out of your system. <laughs> yes. All right, well, the, because we have so much going on today, let's get through the... And Adam's here all through the whole show, so you, you chime in whenever you want. This is Mikasa Sukasa scenario. Oh, that's great. You, we get into, we're gonna get into. Uh, we got a little game Vic has des oh, devised game. that I'm sure you're sick of already. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the, about the game. Is Adam ruins nothing? Do you we're hang? Give you topics, and you have to say something nice about these things. Oh, I'm happy yeah. to do that. Okay, do you good. get to hang out with Barack Obama? Is I, that, I did get to hang out with Barack Obama. What's that Obama. like? Uh, oh, look, look. <laughs> Is that the game? I, I want to know. I want to know. Come in here. Come in here. I want to say that. <laughs> I want to say something. I want to do your show. That's, that's, gonna... that's George Bush. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> that's not like look. George Bush. Now look. No, there you go. Bush is, uh, Obama's deep. Look, look. Now look. Now look. People look. George Bush lived more than this. Yeah, there you, there you go. <laughs> I like war. I like bombing children. Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm just painting. A, I'm painting now. I paint all the dead soldiers that I killed through my more, decisions. More. More. more, more. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little bit of this. A little more. Stop it. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good radio. It's, it sure ain't good television. It ain't good TikTok, Doug. Please. It is TikTok now. Now look, Adam ruins everything. I saw it. I like it. I think he's a good guy. I mean, it's fine. It's serviceable, Obama. Yeah, it'll get well, the job. It sounds southern when you do it. Well, no offense, I shouldn't be coming in here. He's from Kansas, isn't he? Oh, uh, true. Well, yeah. There you go, Midwest. That's true. I never even Harvard educated. <laughs> I don't think he's real. I think he's a. You know this conspiracy theory that he is a. A hologram. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one. I heard a conspiracy theory on TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, I get, I'm trying to understand TikTok. And this one was nuts. I don't know if he was serious or not, but that the Challenger never it blew up. Or it did, but the people in the Challenger weren't in it. And those people are mm -hmm. still alive. It's just wacky stuff. There, I can see why this be conspiracy theory. Because it was weird that they... Because everyone's memory of it is that... I was a little bit too young. But that they brought all the kids... I was the, the perfect age. You were the perfect yeah, age for like Oh, that must have been something. nice. Yeah, yeah. Was wow. really nice. He was, that was perfect. Moment. They brought all the kids to watch it on TV. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then it happened live on television. Cut and the feed. That, if you were to write a novel in yeah. which that happened, I'd be like, this is ridiculous. With a school teacher on board. With a school teacher on board, Sally Wright, and she had all the... There's so much press about her, and it's like almost it's it's too crazy to believe. So I understand why people. You know why it on. blew up? You saw that whole documentary. It's fascinating. No, why did it? Blow you got to get into this. Is this an Adam <laughs> Curtis documentary? No, it's somebody too was cooking long. a potato on board, it. and they forgot yeah. to poke a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the potato blew up, and that blew up the whole shuttle. Yeah. Uh, somebody put a fork in the microwave. Can you believe it? No, there are these O-rings. Mm -hmm. O-rings that were connecting something or other. And somebody figured out, they go, if the temperature drops, if it's a cold day in Florida, which it very rarely is, those, those things are going to shrink up a little bit. Yeah. And it's going to cause this massive disaster. They said, then it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And sure enough, it was a cold morning. And those suckers shrunk. Yeah. And kabloom. Wow. Terrible stuff. Terrible. Um, but there's fresh tragedy to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> like fresh James tragedy. Warren. Yeah, James. 
Jim, James. I mean, that's something we all, well, that's a disaster we all have to watch. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I shouldn't look at Twitter, but I tweeted, Office Hours Live is live. And our friend John Early, the great John Early says, oh, yeah. and I care because. <laughs> <laughs> John. He's just oh. walking around Twitter behaving that way. That's not oh, nice. <laughs> Why do I need to see? But boy, he is funny. He is. Real time. And another feature we're going to uh, feature, to another uh, new feature is uh, our intern Olivia is back. And I said to Matt, because a couple weeks ago, those Chapo Trap House boys were on. Oh, you know, yeah. The Chapo tra yeah. Trap House guys. Good guys. Yeah. Good guys. They got a lot of opinions. Yeah. Right? A lot of thoughts on the state of the world, as we all do. Bernie Bros are here. And he was, uh, they're down on Biden, of course. You know, a lot of, lot, of, lot of reasons to be down on Biden. But as we're live, uh, Biden d goes ahead and uh, pardons everybody with weed. Mm hmm. Who's got weed in them? Come on. <laughs> pardons on, everyone who's high. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Pardon? If you ate an edible an hour ago, you're pardoned. Pardon. I pardoned Doug for burping earlier. That doesn't make sense. Strike it from the record. <laughs> um, anyway, I was I like, oh, I would have. Well, I can't be paying attention to the news while I'm doing the show. I, I can be looking at my mentions, 1. but not. $1.9 trillion relief so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Fresh real. That's not real. It's real. Not at all. I wrote the bill. What? Is that for On real? The environment. Yeah. But He's don't let up now. More. That's a new uh, bedtime story audio book from President This is an AI deepfake of ASMR Biden, is it not? <laughs> it has to be. I Anyways. I they put together all the times he whispered, I think. Uh, no, 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 no. My point is, that <laughs> news broke while I had the boys on, who mm -hmm. were very critical that government can't do anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm on their side, folks. But uh, in general, I would have been nice to be like, eh, but, Matt. Look what just happened on the news. So Olivia is standing by. Did you brief her on this? Yes. She, if she has breaking news, uh, she will interrupt the show to deliver the breaking news. Olivia, is there any breaking news to report this morning yet? <laughs> um, so far we have a woman in Massachusetts is sending a bee swarm on deputies um, while she was getting evicted. Okay. She's More on that later in the show. She what? She's, she's sending a sending bee, a bee swarm. Jesus. How does she have the power to do this? Was she some sent super bees? bees go. Witch. I send you, Ms. Bee. <laughs> Salem, the best a, story I've Salem, ever heard. Massachusetts. It's a witch. All it's right. A modern. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. City of the day, Matt. The city of the day. Hard cut. <laughs> You got a swarm of bees in my head. I'm I'm loopy today because I was. I've got you have mosquitoes where you live. Not really. My uh, girlfriend gets bit. I never get bit. I so get. I I'm the guy they like. They because I'm eating chocolate all day probably. But I the mosquitoes love you're me. Sweet. They love you because you're sweetie. Sweet. Maybe it's my blood type. But I we got mosquitoes all the time now coming into our house and they're tiny. If you live in Southern California, you, you can you can understand what I'm saying. They're they're tiny. You don't feel them biting you. Yeah, you got after. those are the tiger mosquitoes, Tim. Yeah, they're a nightmare for me, and they're mm. they feel like I have to start wearing socks in my house and long pants, and maybe I'm going to start wearing a beekeeper's helmet. I don't know. <laughs> but last night, midnight, I had been asleep for a couple hours, just beautiful sleep, totally out, and I get a <clears throat> right by my ear. You know oh, what I mean when I they go that. right by your. <clears throat> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. City of the Day is (laughs) brought to you by... (laughs) We've got a brand new sponsor today, Celine's Snailine Solution. Do your snails dry out too quickly? Don't you wish you could crawl for longer... Don't you wish they could crawl for longer before they run out of slime? Celine Dion does too. That's why she invented Celine's saline solution, snailine solution. <laughs> the only snail safe snail slime that keeps you, your keeps, you know, if I'm gonna get tongue twisters, I need there to be, I need, I don't need typos to, because I can do. That's the I first can, ever typo. Yeah. Ever. Oh, the first ever typo. Check the record. I just fixed it. This is ridiculous, Doug. I, I'm happy to do your tongue twisters. I will nail them every time. But if I get trapped in a typo, that's on you, my friend. Take it from the top of that sentence. Let's go, run it back. The only snail-safe snail slime that keeps your snails crawling longer and wetter than any other snail moistener. Guaranteed! Celine's Snailine Solution is sans salt. That's the secret. Why the fuck does the leading snail moistener contain salt? Celine Dion doesn't understand this. <laughs> that's, why she, that's why she invented Celine's Snailine Solution. Great news. Office Hours listeners get a free Stein when they order seven or more Steins of solution by going to saturatedsnail.celine slash moist and entering the code phrase no fucking salt at checkout. So keep your snails wetter longer with Celine's Snailine Solution. Thank you. You ready for wow. the? Uh, do you want to hear the jingle? The jingle, of course. That was poetry. Boy, if these days, if wow. I don't, if I don't make time for Doug's jingle, it's like I fucked his mother. <laughs> Get your hand off my penis! Pauline, I think about you every night. Uh, sorry uh, about that. Da- Daniel, Daniel, Matteo. Daniel, my brother, you are. Other than me, do you still feel the pain? Daniel, can you understand? There you go. This better not be New York yeah, City. Daniel, what's the city of the day? City of the day today, Lakeland, Florida. Lakeland, Florida. Okay. <gasps> Where are we talking? Mid, uh, middle of the state? Yeah, right, right dead in the middle. Center. I knew it. Well, what's happening yeah. in Florida these days? Lots of good stuff, right? Hurricanes. Oh DeSantis. yeah, tons, tons of good stuff. You like the disasters? Where do I begin? No, I don't like. I mean, I don't like Trump. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I think he's obnoxious. He's a bully. Yeah. He's not very eloquent. Not very intelligent. 
But I think this DeSantis guy has a lot of interesting qualities. Oh, yeah? yeah? Like what? What's your favorite? <laughs> well, he uh, looks good in a fighter jacket. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Have you seen these videos of them uh, arresting people who have voted? I did. The, now the, I, the cops show up, and they're like, we got to take you to jail. And, and the people like, are like, what? Why? Like, There's a warrant for your arrest because you voted. Yeah. They're like, what? I vote? What are you? I... And the cops are like, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't get it either. We, we'll, we'll let you right out, but we got to put you in handcuffs. Like a 70-year-old lady put her in the back of These the car. These are my orders. Now, I looked into this story, and I guess this, the details of this are there was a law passed that says ex-felons. Uh, there was a prop, that was a ballot proposition, yeah. yeah and it yeah. was return the right to vote yeah. to people who had previously committed a felony but had served their sentence and, and had no but other. But there was except, exceptions for sex offenders and murderers. Apparently, uh huh. In the in the like uh, de- in the fine in the fine print. Now, I, for some yeah. reason, uh, so so that's. I mean, obviously, there there is legal standing, st- legal basis for the arrest. I don't think they would just be doing it out of n- nowhere. But it was confusing because those people were given. Uh, they were allowed. They, they to were vote. allowed to vote. They were given. So it was a clerical. A it's like a clerical error. Yeah. That should have. You know these poor it, people. It also the there was a ballot proposition, and then the people who run Florida. So the voters voted overwhelmingly to return voting rights to people who had served their time, and then the actual legislators were like, "We don't like this because that's going to change the makeup who, of who can vote. Maybe sure. we'll be thrown out." And they immediately started to undermine the ballot proposition by adding restrictions like the one that you're talking about. And they they also said that you had to um, pay back some number of court fees before you could vote. Ugh. Which is essentially a poll tax, like yeah, we got yeah, rid of in the right. '50s, um, and so they created, uh, you know, uh, technicalities on which they could uh, reject people that were very confusing. And now they're arresting people for violating the technicalities simply because they were trying to fucking vote. It's right. like it literally to watch people in America be led away in handcuffs because they voted yeah. is repulsive. They voted. Um in what they understood to be in, in a legal way, legally. Yeah, they, like they, 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 were, they got the forms. They, they got it's the not form. like these it's guys are stuffing ballots. Place. Yeah, they went there. They were registered <sighs> to vote. They were allowed to go cast a ballot. And then two weeks later, cops show up and put them in handcuffs. What is that other than voter intimidation? Well, well, let, me bring this, let me bring this into the conversation. The, the very idea of propositions are, trouble, are pr- oh, troublesome, right? It's a absolutely. mess. Yeah, they're a I mess. mean, if you live in California, I'm sure it's, a lot of states have this, this part of the, <laughs> the voting process. I mean, you're just, I don't know, I don't fucking know. Yeah. What, I don't want to know, I've said this for years, I want to just, like, elect people to pass laws. Yes. Debate it, figure it out, and come to the best possible You elect someone else who shares your values. I'm reading these propositions, and it's all written and coded in a way that how could you, like, the classic example was the yes on eight, the gay marriage thing. Yeah. And it was, like, like such a twisty thing where you were, like, I think I'm for gay marriage, so it must be yes. Mm-hmm. It's a yes question. Yep. But that was, they've turned it around. Or there's Proposition 22, which passed in California in 2020, which is the law that took away the right to organize, took away wages from Uber drivers, gig yes. workers. But the companies that put, spent hundreds of millions of dollars advertising it claimed that it was adding protections for gig workers, and they had hundreds of millions of dollars more than 
the opposition, and they were able to trick voters into thinking that it was going to result in higher wages. And we now know that was two years ago. We now know that wages have been cut. As a result, it's even worse to be a gig worker in California. I'm inclined to not yeah. vote on the propositions, but that might be a mistake. That's, I don't know. that's generally why the be, the best default for a proposition, if you live in a state with propositions, yeah. is to not vote on it or to vote no. Um, there are a couple in, uh, like, L.A. specifically. There's a, a measure called Measure ULA, which right. is an affordable housing measure, which is very good and was put on the ballot by the ACLU and by unions and right. by housing advocates. And so that's really good. Generally, but, if you don't have the money to put up a proposition, I mean, generally, the people that are putting up propositions have tons of money. Yeah, and they're or they're probably, very organized, yeah. They're very organized. All right. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> Thank you. Quick. Oh well. Um, and on and and a, a righteous person. Thank you. I think. Thank you. I, I do my know. best. Mom, I want a vape. <laughs> what a vape? Yeah, oh, was that Biden to... saying? Oh, no. mama, oh, what a vape? No, that was Mr. T. Oh, Mr. T. Let's see. Ah! Let's see, man. Are we still talking to Daniel here? Well, we... Daniel, do you have anything you want to ask or any any issues on your mind that you want to get into with me? Because we've got Adam Curtis in. Well, oh, we've got up to seven minutes or so. Why don't we listen to Hey Jude, which is about seven minutes long, and then we can get to you can You paid for that? We've right licensed hey Jude. hey Jude for this episode, yeah, wow. in case we have time to fill. That's actually a pretty good song, you know? Hey I think Jude. that's my best song. Yeah, mm, I don't know. Mm. Could be that <laughs> Daniel, you got a, you got a topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, just if you're in Florida. Please All right. vote. All right, thank you. Uh, yes, please yes. help us. I mean, <laughs> the situation in Florida is not great. I mean, there's no, uh, no. The, the people running against Rubio and DeSantis are not going to win. Uh, I, I, without ma without something major happening. I don't right? think it's likely. Okay, yeah. so and let's the Gators not focus will get you if they don't. I my dad lives in Florida, and I would be all in favor of lopping Florida off the map and just uh, creating a giant wall with your dad in it. Uh, yeah, which side is of the wall? I don't know. I take it all back. <laughs> uh, Florida can be beautiful. Florida yeah. can be a beautiful place. It's an incredible place that we've mostly paved over. Yes. It's got some of the most beautiful wilderness in America that is being... Well, like, the story about uh, where the hurricane hit, that story, I forget who did it, but it was about... It was just this wetlands, marshlands, mm -hmm. that they sold, sold to you know people up north building these giant... Uh, communities on land that was like not ready to be lived upon. Yeah, and uh, people are like shocked when their lives are destroyed. Yeah, but it's like, well, you know, this is going to come. I mean, like you could say the same thing about California with the with the earthquakes. They're saying there's going to be a major earthquake tonight here in Cal in Southern California. They're saying this. Yep. Who? Um, <laughs> Seismito I don't know, a seismologist? Seism seismologist? A, seism a seismologist says that tonight there's going to be a major yeah, earthquake. 8.0. I, uh, I read that somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Olivia, God. do you see that on the breaking news? Olivia, anything about an earthquake tonight? I can't, I can't hear anything. What's being asked? <laughs> How is she not hearing stuff? What is she doing in there? The coffee's been made. Yeah. Wes, can't she, get, what is she, can't she get headphones? Here now, Tim. That was to uh, Tommy, the earthquake gopher. <laughs> it, it's question to you: Is there any? Do you see any breaking news about a major earthquake coming to Southern California later tonight? Say 10 p.m. Um, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Well, maybe it's bad intel. I don't know. 
Okay. Uh, I got to duck, duck, Piers Mor Morgan uh, said something about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Phils, by the way. Philadelphia uh, Phillies. Yeah. Although the Padres tied it up last night, so we are in a real grudge match. I'm so, I've... Nothing more dis disappointing was the uh, Dodgers postseason. Holy crap, what Terrible. a fucking nightmare that was. Terrible. Just a <clears throat> Go home, assholes. Terrible. Mets, too. Mets blew it. My other team. Um, we're such elitists with our Dodgers and Mets and everybody, you know? <laughs> um, what was I going to do? Check the hotline? We sure. Check the hotline. Six three one, you are live on the air. Six three one. Is that the area? How's it going, guys? Yes. Uh, You're you guys can hear me? Everything's good? Yes. All right, uh, I had a question for Adam. Adam is from Long Island, correct? Yeah, yes. six three one. What's up, Suffolk County? How you doing? I'm I'm also yeah, in Suffolk County. I'm curious. Where on Long Island did you grow up? Give your address. Okay, this this is what's happening. This guy's a Wikipedia editor, and he's trying to get information to put on my page, and I don't want my information. No, I grew up in... I'm uh, trying I... to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I grew up in a town called Wading River on the North Shore farm country, way out east. Okay, there, I, I used to attend, like, there were, like, somebody put on, like, punk rock and hardcore shows in a church out in Wading River. When I, I was younger. We I don't could, know if you have any recollection about okay. that. We could have been at the same uh, church. What year would that have been? I, I went to shows like that in probably 
Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Well, we are off to a great start. How great it is to talk to you again. Do you recall speaking with me a few years ago? I do. It was extremely uh, agreeable. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think. I hope so. I, <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, I was incredibly intimidated by you just because of your stature and your intelligence. And I felt unworthy, <laughs> as, as Wayne's World might have done. We're not worthy. Um, I, uh, I want to get into the new uh, documentary. You don't like to call it a documentary, right? It, you want to... I should get my... No, it's a documentary. Okay. Uh, um, I want to get into this uh, with you, but first, the hell's going on in England? <laughs> um. <laughs> Overall, like, give me the two-minute two minute spiel from your perspective, okay, of I course. Tell you, I, I tell you what being in England is like at the moment. You know in those computer games where you leave a room and you fight your way around something, and then you suddenly find your way back to the same room that you were <laughs> two days ago? That's what it's like in politics here. We've our prime minister has just resigned. Yes. Yeah, I saw that's big breaking news, and Olivia should have gotten to this. <laughs> Liz Truss, after being in power, and I think for, she's the shortest. Yeah, forty-four days. Prime minister ever in history. Forty-four days. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll find someone shorter somewhere in the world, but I think it's the shortest in our country ever. She's also the uh, shortest. She's also the shortest prime minister in uh, British uh, history, I believe. Uh, in terms of uh, heights. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's extraordinary. And, and, what, and what all the newspapers are now leading with is the idea that actually the man she replaced who fell from grace because he allegedly lied to Parliament and everyone else uh, is now about to come back as Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. And, and this is all without the general consensus of the population, right? Yeah. I think we've had four or five Prime Ministers in the last six years I think it's something like that. And none of them have ever actually been voted on by the electorate. So, Can you explain, I mean, because we're, we have a largely American audience, how does something like that happen? Well, what, what is the system, uh, why, why is, what is the system in place that allows that to happen? Uh, the, the, the ruthless party that uh, can control. We have a system whereby we elect a party, the party elects the leader. Uh, right. You don't have that. And that's the basic system. The other system is that I have a theory that politics here has become what you could best describe as cosplay. And actually, <laughs> what all of us, the electorate, the politicians, the journalists, all know that somehow power has moved somewhere else. We're not sure where it is, but <laughs> yeah. we know that these people don't have the power. So what we do is cosplay instead. It's kabuki theatre. What happened? Yes. And what happened, what's made it worse in this country is that, you remember our Queen died quite recently. Wait, what? The, great, the Queen died? We didn't get that news over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just but kidding. You, know, you remember when, when Diana died, Princess Diana died, there was a great wave of emotion which sort of went out of control. The royal family decided this time that it was going to control it. So for every day of the, what was it, 10 days before the funeral, they kept on coming up with photo ops, new new bits of PR in order to control the emotion. And I think the emotion was really, really, really suppressed. Then the Queen was buried and the emotion went away, but it didn't. It went oh. underground and it's now burst out in the heart of politics. Mm. And really, it's sort of hysteria time. And it's sort of, there's a sort of psycho witch hunt going on for anyone who puts themselves up into a position of authority. It's very, very peculiar. How is this affecting like your average Brit, 
Like, what is going on in their lives right now that is, that, is it economic primarily? Yeah, well, it's affected, it's affected them in two ways. One, they're completely scared because the price of everything, which I think is sort of true in America as well, but not so much. The price of everything, including fuel heating, is just soaring. Uh, the idea that actually the government might look after you seems not to be happening. Uh, and people are scared. On the other hand, they're also extremely entertained by it. because it is <laughs> So you have this strange, strange cocktail of fear about the future, a feeling of bewilderment and, and being alone in the face of these great big dark forces of history roaring around you and no one in charge, which is terrifying. But yet at the same time, it, it's just weird. Well, it's it's like our Trump years, which are still happening, but there's this, you know, it's incredibly frightening, but also very entertaining because there's the guys... A, there's a yeah. quality of uh, things are happening and there's something new to talk about every yeah. day. By the way, Adam, Adam Conover is here. That's the other voice you're hearing in case you feel like you're losing it. Nice to meet you, Adam. Nice to meet you too. Um, but, I mean, but I mean, you had the same thing in the Trump years, yeah. It, the, the fascinating thing about the Trump years, which is sort of true about Brexit here, is that although there was constant daily hysteria, actually, if you analyse Trump, he didn't really do much apart from reducing taxes for very rich people. Right. He didn't actually, he didn't build a wall as far as I know, did he? Right. Uh, he, he got some stuff. Adam he built might know a bunch more than of me. it. A bunch of it was built. It's just sort of hanging out in the, there in the desert. Biden's completing some of it. Some of it was cancelled. There's a bunch of yeah. concrete and rebar out in the desert where there wasn't before, but there is not a continuous wall stretching from one side of Mexico to the other. Let's go. Cosplay. Cosplay. Uh, I, I just gave my first warning to Vic. Sorry, that was, sorry. You can't resist. I couldn't resist. Just close your laptop. You know, the reason I say that is because <laughs> the guys over here make sound effects, and it gets confusing for the listener on the other end being you, Adam. Um, all right. Well, th that's it. It's... Um, Somebody was telling me my friend was over there, and the rail, the, the what's going on with the railways, is so oh, there's a strike every up. two weeks. Yeah, but in but general, like the idea that the rail lines are being privatized and the prices are going crazy, and so people yeah, are, if you don't reserve your ticket in advance ahead, uh, uh, if you don't reserve your ticket, um, how do I say this early enough? Yeah. You, you can't, the prices keep going up and then they cancel and, trains. And actually you can't travel. No, you can't travel. I mean, there is a company, I think it's called Avanti, which runs one of the lines that goes to Manchester and Glasgow from London, that actually literally has cut half the amount of trains. Quite why, we don't know. No one, you see, what's weird about this is no one knows. It's, <laughs> we, we've sort of entered this weird world where no journalist seems to know why anything is happening. No politicians seems to have any ability to actually do anything about say Avanti so it just happens the rail unions go on strike quite reasonably because their jobs are being cut and they're not no one's explaining why yet the government seems to pay no attention to it and the people just sit there mutely wondering what the hell is going on um it's just very odd it's it's and I think it's almost like it's like well if we strike Who's the person who's actually going to take notice of us right. so that, and actually help us? Because the government seems to do nothing. You need a, an it's uprising. Crazy. You need a, a, a populist movement that's going to make it almost impossible for regular business to happen. But that's probably not going to happen either. I saw it today. No, no, we had that. that, that was, we had that. That was called Brexit. Right. And we tried that one. And the <laughs> government you've now got 
sorry, the government that fell today was the ultimate result of Brexit and promised that it was going to bring in a new kind of, a new world. It's fallen. They've now gone back to the previous policies of, that actually gave you Brexit in the first place. So we, it's, it's weird. It's so loopy. Nice. All right, well, let's get on it's to, let's move to uh, Trauma Zone, which I was so grateful to get an early uh, link to. And you got it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I watched, I, I, I mean, when your stuff comes out, man, I've, I'm sure I've said this before, and I'm a big prophet of yours. Is that, that's not the right way, to, a disciple. No, that's not even it. <laughs> Proponent? Proponent. Oh. Uh, I push your stuff. It is very, di I will say it's very difficult to watch your stuff in America, uh, especially new stuff, because it's behind the BBC paywall. Yes. But there yeah. are ways. Let me just say that. I hope you don't mind me saying that. There are ways to see Look, your stuff. I've, I've noticed that pretty soon after anything goes onto the BBC iPlayer, it tends to turn up on YouTube. I have no idea how. And you don't, you, you don't particularly up. care, do you? Well, personally, I think that's fine because I work for the BBC, which is a public organization. The public have paid for the footage. It's not exactly full of famous people who want to benefit from it. Right. So I think the people should have it. Whether yeah. the BBC themselves agree with that, I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, I, got, I watched the whole thing, and it's just so people understand, it's called Trauma Zone. It's a history of the Soviet Union, or Russia, I should say, uh, from the late, I'd say from the mid to late, I'd say mid-80s to uh, 99. And it's all, as you do, it's your, it's your style, your format. It's entirely consisting of... Uh, a uh, news footage and home videos, um, do other documentaries. I assume it feels like there's some other documentaries that you're kind of yeah. taking from. Yeah, yeah. Um, all with their your beautiful music score. And curiously, and this is my and this is kind of a more of a filmmaking question than a political or you know content of the documentary question. But no classic Curtis VO. No. What was that well, I mean, decision there, there about? Well, I mean, there are two reasons. Well, there are two reasons. One, the reason I made the film in the, the series in the first place is I got my hands on, I think it must be over 10,000 hours of unedited raw footage that was shot by BBC crews all across Russia, well, what was then the Soviet Union and then became Russia, from about 1985 to the present day. And it's an extraordinary record of the collapse, implosion, cataclysm, whatever you want to call it, that yeah. happened to the Russian people, both with the fall of communism and then, what, eight years later, complete collapse of all trust in democracy, which is what they'd been promised. And I just thought, the reason I made it is I thought, look, I don't think people in the West, and that includes America as well as Britain, really understand what the Russian people went through. Yeah. They know it, communism collapsed, and then it all got full of gangsters, and then President Yeltsin got drunk, and then you got Putin. Yeah. <laughs> they know that, but they don't actually know the, the sort of strange, the effect that had on the Russian people. And I just wanted to show that in detail, um, because I think it sort of explains where, this is what Putin came out of. It, it isn't, I mean, there are other reasons, but it, it is the sort of strange... He didn't come out of nowhere. He came out of total dis disillusion, bewilderment, and anger at the fact that they not only had the collapse of one giant ideology in 1991, communism, but then nine, eight, nine years later, the other big ideology of the 20th century, democracy, 
also collapsed by 1999. As a guy at the end of the series, just um, in a TV studio, uh, you, if you call someone a Democrat, you're cursing them. No one, a democracy is a curse now in, in, in Russia, he says. So that was, the, that was the reason I made it. Because the material was so good, I decided not to use my voice. It, it just was so good. Yeah. Why would I want to see me talking over it? But there is another reason behind it. And you had laryngitis that week. Funny, <laughs> no, I've got this funny instinct that I'm, people are a bit fed up with what is called in social media, a hot take. You know the hot take? Yeah. Which is, has been, rose up really since Brexit and Trump here to its present peak. And I just, and I'm one of the worst offenders in my films, you know, I'm provocative and sure. say things. I've just got this funny instinct that people, we, we're past peak hot take. And, and actually what people really want at the moment is just a bit of data about the world. They don't want opinions. Because to go back to what we were talking about, Trump, and cosplay politics. It's also, I think we're living through a bit of cosplay journalism at the moment in, in this country and in your country, is everyone takes positions, everyone shouts at each other, everyone has the hot take, but actually nothing changes. Right. I mean, that's what's really astonishing with the politics here, is we have just had an extreme melodrama over the last 10 days here. And yet, we've actually just gone back to where we were. It's as if it just clicks back like that. Yeah, and I you, just you, think that maybe, go on. No, I would say the, the, your voiceover, your narration in your films guide the list, guide the viewer into a certain way of thinking about the subject. And, and yeah. that's, that's been great, but you wanted to take a uh, pull back from that and just lay the footage out with, with, you know, there is, there is titling that kind of helps tell the story because you couldn't do it with just the, the image is, yeah. But um, I, it, it was it was striking to me at first because I part of why I love your films actually is the narration. But then it does settle in, and you're like, okay, this this is how it should be. Yeah, you go into. I wanted you to go into. A, I had the footage was so good, yeah, and so detailed that I just wanted. To, I had a, I had enough material to actually create for seven hours a world. I mean, obviously, it's not the Soviet Union and it's not Russia, but it it's near as enough as you can get in that in two dimensions on, on, on the screen. What? And I just want to create the world that you went into and experienced roughly. I mean, I'm not naive. I'm, a, I'm obviously editorializing it in the way I put it together. But I wanted you just to experience what it must have felt like to go through that cataclysm, because I really don't think we, we understood that. And that's one of the reasons why we sort of have simplified the Russians, not just over the invasion of Ukraine, but even like the hysteria over Putin and Trump in your country. We simplified it too much. Right. And I just think it's wrong. We need to understand what those people went through. Well, I don't mean th that in a patronizing way. And I don't mean to see, say, oh, they're just like us, because they're not. Right. They've had their own experience. We need to we need to know. That's all. I it was the first thing, the, the experience that I picked up on, and this is trivial maybe, but is how fucking cold it is there. The, the, <laughs> the fucking footage of these poor women walking through three feet of snow to the village with, with sacks of potatoes. And the whole film is like, there's like, you have like one day of nice weather in that, in seven hours of that movie. <laughs> it looks hard. I mean, it's a hard was, place to live. There was a point at which my boss, a woman called Rose Garnet, who was, you know, came and looked at the films as I edited them, just turned around to me and said, look, could you put some sunny days in, just please? <laughs> just, 
Adam, did, uh, Adam Connery, did you have a question? I know you're looking at me. Oh, I was just going to say, I have to see this. This sounds fantastic. Um, because I'm always fascinated about the specificity of what it's like to live in a particular place. And to un- I always want to know when I'm learning about another country or place what it is like to be a person there and to go through it. I've been really fanatically reading about China for the past couple years and how yeah. you know uh, people in America and Europe misunderstand that place because... You know, when you understand what the people of China went through over the hundred years before yeah, the cultural uh, revolution the, and all yeah. that, just immense turmoil and civil war and devastation and death and famine and all these things. And then once you understand that, you start to understand their relationship to their government a little bit better. And so to hear the same thing yeah. about Russia, I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I like to you need learn to, about. You need to bit torrent it as soon as I need possible. To, <laughs> I need to torrent some bits yeah. of this. Um, that, that, that's exactly right about China. It, it, I remember talking to people who who advised, who had now advised Xi Jinping, and they make the point that look, back in the 1920s, that empire was just torn apart by warlords. It's so, it was so big, it, it it sort of imploded in the 20s and 30s, and that's what we are terrified of might happen if we let communism fail. And they also, and, and it's interesting you mentioned China because they say, look what happened in Russia. Yes, We're not right. going to have that here. We're just not going to do it. And, and again, we don't understand. That's what's driving. However weird Xi Jinping is in his attempt to control everything, he is driven by a fear of we don't want, want what they had in Russia in the 90s. And, and I, you're right. We, there is a, we, we have an idea that somehow we know everything about the world. And the more you look at the way we look at Russia and at China, the more you realize we don't. We have a sort of strange, almost cartoon-like vision of the country. Yeah, the, the whole like it, it, flat earth, golden arches mm-hmm. uh, propagation of Western culture and values across the globe is failing us like over and over again the past 20, 30 years. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So do I, you... I just think... That, go on. Do you have... I mean, I, I have to wrap it up because Adam is here and we've got all sorts of crap. I could talk to you for hours, you know that. Um, and I'm sure you've got bit better things to do than this shit show here. <laughs> um, do you, I mean, you don't need to prognosticate anything here. Like, it's, it's, it, I should bring up that here we are, Russia is in the headlines every single day with the war in Ukraine. What is your film... Trauma Zone teach us about where we are now and where things are going uh, over there with Putin. Well, I think, I mean, although both in your country with the elections coming up there and with what's just happening in the politics here, it does seem quite dark and, and, and frightening. I do have a sort of strange optimism because if you actually look at what's happening, uh, both in you, do you remember the, the whole thing about the future was that we were always told in the West, you must keep doing what you're doing, otherwise terrible things will happen. Like you'll get autocrats like you have in Russia, yeah. or you'll get radical Islamism, or you'll become controlled by surveillance technology like in China. If you actually look at what's happening all around the world at the moment, as well as the darkness and, and sort of strangeness of our of our societies, radical Islamism is falling apart in Iran. The, the yeah. idea that Putin mm. is going to rule Russia forever, like a ruthless autocrat, seems to be falling apart. He's flopping. And to be honest, Xi Jinping is sort of falling apart with vast debt overhanging, far mm. bigger than the debt that led to the crash in the West in 2008. All those things that actually we were told would replace democracy if we weren't careful are sort of 
might not be as strong as we think, which means actually there might be an opportunity for people to actually strike out and think of other new ways of, of organizing societies. It, I mean, it might be mad, but I right. think there's a sort of... No, I mean, that's the beauty, the beauty of your work, and I think it's best, it, it best comes out in hyper-normalization, is the critique of the left and, of course, the right, but is that there's nobody out there providing a vision for the future. Of how yeah. these systems aren't working, we can see them failing us all over the place in different ways. But nobody is yeah. nobody's providing like a true vision of maybe Adam Conover is. <laughs> I'd like to hear his plan. But but don't you find don't you find that I know I know we should shut up a minute. But don't you find that astonishing that actually ever since Trump and ever since Brexit. The left and the liberal left in my country, in your country, has not actually come up with an, an imaginative alternative which grabs all those people. Right. Do you think there is, Adam uh, like, Conover, do you think there's a vision for the future that, that is, you know, uh, not, there, there's, uh, well, I'll, I'll you know I think we're saying. starting to see one bubble up, perhaps. I think that here in Los Angeles, we've got like a new group of leaders and a new political movement growing that I think is offering something real to people, but that's very local, you know? And uh, I think that's maybe happening in other cities. Uh, I mean, that's a vision for the future where change happens locally and yes. you can you can create a more equitable, uh, you know, fair, uh, smaller community that isn't as reliant on the big super systems. Absolutely, there. and when I talk to people who are who are working, you know, from the left especially, they say, well, no, that's what we're, what we're gonna do. We're gonna focus locally and we're gonna build and we're gonna build a national movement. And, you know, that's that's good because you can have tangible results when you do that and you can devote your life to it and say, I'm, I'm actually making things happen. I'm getting people elected. I'm actually changing things. But there's also a way of looking at it where that looks like a retreat, where you say, okay, well, the you know forces of progressive progressivism and leftism or you know socialism or whatever you want to say are not able to win nationally and so they're retreating you right. know the US is becoming balkanized our national government can't do anything so Ron DeSantis gets to run Florida as he sees fit and people in California try to yeah. you know build something in Los Angeles there's there's two different ways of looking at that um but that is where I see the positivity happening and that's where I uh, devote my own effort is is on the local level I mean you're probably right about that, and that is the way the left is going to redevelop itself. But it 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 would it still finds it very difficult to actually tackle the central systems of power. Yes. Like in my present in, here in this country, I mean, I know we're talking about a right wing government, but it's just been basically brought down by the markets within a week. Um, it, right. The, the markets went no. The markets decided this. she has to go. Yeah. And they might yeah, do the same the thing if you side. tried to elect a leftist uh, in uh, in in the UK. The markets might kick them out in the exactly the same yeah. manner. And and so what what the markets want? And this is, goes back to the question I was saying right at the beginning: is where is power now? No one quite seems to know. <laughs> and, and you are right that the, the left. It's very good that the left organises it on local levels, and I wish they'd do it more here. But but fundamentally, there's going to come a point when it has to actually provide. Uh, enough collective power to challenge those forces that, that have just brought down the right-wing government here. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I find myself very strange supporting a right-wing government here, but, but it is astonishing that within five days, the market has just said no, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's even creepier. Yeah. Um, yeah Mr. Curtis, I'll call you Adam because I've met you. <laughs> it's Adam Day. But it's confusing here with Adam Conover. Um, it's such an honor, always an honor to hear from you. I feel like a, you're like a guru to me of, of 
way of a way of thinking. And uh, I hope to see you in person. I, there's a I don't want to confirm anything, but I might be over there later next year. So I'm going to look you. Well, that would be great. Yeah, meet for a drink. That's lovely. All right, Adam. Take care, and everybody, check out uh, Trauma Zone wherever they can, legally or illegally. <laughs> Great watching. All right. All right, Adam. Take nice care. To talk to you. All. Yeah, bye you bye. too. Bye bye. China. Russia. Doug, are you okay? It's a lot. You guys were so good. <laughs> go ahead. Go. Go. No, I was just no. listening. That was interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was fascinating. I've thing. never. You know, to be honest, I haven't seen his films. Okay. The way you describe them, they sound scary. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm. They're watching. scary and they're they're 20 hours long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Bitter Lake is. I did. Bitter Lake is a two-hour movie. You could yeah. watch it on this site called Thought Maybe. Uh, Thought Maybe. Thought Maybe. Somebody has just put up all his movies Thought. on Vimeo, and that's <laughs> okay. where it is. I love okay. that. Uh, they're not as long as you think. Yeah. I know how you think. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how was the chat? Were they engaged? Well, of course, all well behaved. Let's talk to somebody real quick. No rotten eggs in um, there. Talk to somebody real quick about something else because I think we covered. It. I don't want to hear. No offense. I don't want to hear your perspective. TBS. Yeah, I feel like Very maybe funny. the um, no, the hotline might be the way to go for yeah. that. Um, no. Or maybe some, some Halloween talk. Seven eight five. I do see. Be, be, yeah, I'll talk to this person. We are going to go to break in a few minutes. Um, I do see Kay. Our friend Kay Loggins in the Zoom. And I just want to shout her out. I'm not going to have her on. I want to shout her out to say, uh, she put something, I don't know what, they, well, actually put her on. I saw her video. It's oh, pretty it's good. Great. It's yeah. really that's, good. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. She's the new Billy on the street. Hey, guys. Really? Yeah. Uh, Kay put something on Twitter. It was out of context. It was just Kay going around asking people uh, who is the uh, best American band of all time. And it was it was well, in Times Square. Adam, what would you say to that? If you oh God, best that's American band. The best American band of all time. Um, Tricky question. Uh, the Velvet Underground, I think. That's a popular say. one. Oh, I think that's a pretty damn good answer. I, but I, I, I was like, which one is going to demonstrate that I'm cool? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would say uh, Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> okay, they had that song. We're, we're an American. We're an American band. band. Uh, they are we're the most American. literal American band. Yeah. The American. Well, um, yeah. the, what's funny about K is not to over-explain the joke, is how many people say the Beatles, the Stones, right. uh, they miss the oh central premise of the thing. But Zeppelin. K, all... what was that about? You just wanted to do it? You had the idea in your head and you had to get it uh, out? Yeah, you planning it's, it's, something? For a, it's for a larger uh, project I'm working on, so I'm going to cut like a 10-minute version of it, but it's for a show. Oh. Um, cool. More on that soon. Okay. Well, yeah. good for you. And K-9 check Live. out, what's your Twitter handle, uh, K? Uh, time Warp, T-I-M-E-W-H-A-R-P. Well, I enjoyed it. A lot of times people send their comedy and it ain't cutting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, look at the slush pile. And it's a bit of a trope to go out with a microphone. and You know, yeah. like that's been done. But this one was very entertaining, yeah. well edited. You're funny in it. And God well, bless you. Well, I wouldn't be able to do that without Doug's influence. So thank you, Doug, for all the and work mine. you've done over the years. <laughs> and mine. As an editor, as an editor. And mine. You're welcome. Don't forget mine. <laughs> I was doing this. I'm such a. I'm such. You could say I'm a card on set. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a real wild. I'm a fun, yeah. funny guy. Yeah. You're a cut up. And I was doing this uh, commercial shoot last week, directing, and and this is, uh, you know. You had to be there. It's one of those kind of moments. Cut you know? to tape. But one of the actors was like, "Hey, I want to thank everybody. Uh, this is such a fun environment. Everybody's so nice." And I go, uh, that's coming from the top down. That's because of me, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to 
tape, huh? And everybody laughed because they get it. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed. They, they also they also had to though, right? Yes. Ah, yeah. aggressive yeah. humor. As we're all doing here right now to keep the mood lively. What's happening? We need some humor. <laughs> Bowie, David Bowie. Yeah, you came in with a sour attitude. You're like what? a totally different guy off on camera because you just said, "Where do I sit? Where do I sit? What do you want me to do?" Okay, yeah. Well, it took me a minute to find my no footing, you know. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That would be funny if he was so different. Like a, he's doing a character. Oh right God, now. I got yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, the sunglasses like and the Corden. hat. It's like Corden. <laughs> yeah. Hi everybody. Yeah, great to see you, man. <laughs> Meeting you. It's been so great, man. And then off camera. Much bullshit. Yeah. Also, he has an English accent. It's fake. <laughs> what? You can see it behind the eyes on him. When oh, he doesn't have an English accent. <laughs> right. on, on the camera goes like, Fuck. "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? I told you to not do the drum." And welcome back. It is so great to see everybody. I have such a warm heart for you. <laughs> right, who's on the line? Is it well, Jim? Is it Tim, James? If Corden? he is English, we should send him back to his country. Well, this is the question. Is how does jobs. this guy still have a goddamn visa? Get him out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know why. They're keeping him around till Halloween because uh, they want to use that head like a big pumpkin. Making fun of appearance. Now, that's a low Whoa. blow. That's what you stoop to? <sighs> that he has a big head. I'm punching down. Yeah. Um, you oh. got, you, I don't know. I think it's fair play. He's a big head. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Not talk about it? Yeah. It's the elephant in the room. Uh, who was on the hop, 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 the hop line? We should get the hop line in case Ooh, David Hasselhoff, line, Hasselhoff like calls Hasselhoff it. Hasselhoff line? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the hop line hasn't really rung in three years. <laughs> Are you sure he has the number? He's alive still, right? David oh, yes. Oh, by the way, we should bring up the... the oh, yes, thanks, Tom Wilson. Tom yes. Wilson did the... So we had discovered this David Hasselhoff song called Is Everybody Happy? That's our theme song. Oh. And uh, we don't want to play it on the show because we'll get dinged, we'll get taken down. But uh, somebody, Tom Wilson, uh, covered it. It's a pretty accurate... Yeah. I mean, it's pretty... Spot on. Anyway, so thank you, Tom. People hate this song, of course. People are very upset when we <laughs> announce that we're switching out the theme song. Yeah, and, uh, out. here we are. Um, all right, one quick hotliner, and then we'll take a five-minute break because I've had to pee since 9 a.m. Oh, me too, buddy. Uh, Nathan, 785, you're live. Mr. Hot Dog. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, anybody ever call you Mr. Hot Dog? <laughs> Actually, people have called me Nate Dog before. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Nate Dogg was a rapper from what, the 90s, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nate Dogg and, and uh, Warren G. Yeah, yeah. and he, See, he passed stuff. away recently, and everyone was sad. Not you, I guess, because you don't really know, know who that. he is, despite being <laughs> called after him. He might be so calling from we... heaven. This might be the real... Oh, this... All right, so what's your question oh. for me? <laughs> um, Question. Um, Not so much of a question, just acknowledging that, man, I've been a huge fan of you and Tim and Eric. You know, uh, Tom goes to the mayor, Adult Swim, every, everything you guys made since, what, the late 90s up till now? Late 90s? Um, okay, thank you. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. You would not want to see the shit I was making in the but, uh, late 90s. It wasn't very good. Anyways. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Well, listen, I thank you for your support. But, um, I thank you. <laughs> and uh, oh, log on to Infowars.com and subscribe to my, my pills supplement. Oh, uh, monthly delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, 
We've we got anal suppositories for you, ladies and gentlemen. You're gonna clear out your gut. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Gonna turn your shit green. <laughs> now, a lot of people, a lot of doctors are saying that your shit should be green. <laughs> this brown stool <laughs> is not a sign of, uh, uh, this is a sign that you're not getting all the protein, all the nutrients that your body needs. It's gotta come out green. Bright green. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, bro. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I called you guys. I uh, actually called you guys. Do you guys remember that show you had with Sarah Squirm? What about, I think, I think it was earlier this year, or maybe last A couple year. years ago, I yeah. Called She's and, been on uh, SNL now. My, mm -hmm. Yeah, Just yeah. banned from doing our show. I uh, had my phone on speaker. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had my mm. phone on speaker, and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And then as soon as I go to the bathroom, I hear on my living room TV that you guys are answering my call. And I was like, fuck man. <laughs> so I rushed to the phone and yeah. Are you taking a green a shit? But, um, <laughs> All right, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I'm getting... greenish kind of red eating a bunch of flaming hot Cheetos. I'm in the Nate. <laughs> you know what? I'm in the Nate hole right now. I'm getting so much information about your side of things. But I appreciate your patronage and support. Are you a member of the Patreon community here on office hours? Uh, not yet. I'm actually about to go to a job interview, so I might be uh, funneling a little bit of cash flow. Oh, your, what's the job? What's the uh, interview for? Uh, it's for a Dots Pretzels, uh, I believe it's manufacturing or assembly line work. I don't you become a pretzel see, maker? Like, pretzels in a bag, but yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> Wetzel's Pretzels. <laughs> is that a union job? You know, I don't think so. It pays, uh, what, 17 an hour? That ain't too oh, bad. bad. Not too bad, but you know what? You you yeah, get yeah. started there to start talking about your coworkers with... Uh, well, about, listen, let him get the job. Let him let him, let him integrate himself no, no, into no, the no, company this man's right away. This man's going to start a union at the Dots Pretzel Factory, <laughs> and they're they're going on strike in two weeks. So if you like Dots Pretzels... Get, I've never heard of Dots get Pretzels. Get ready to cry. Neither have I, but they're... I think you're about to walk into an elaborate prank. <laughs> There's no Dots Man, pretzels, dude. Next, next time you see a... I was going to say, if you see a bag of Dots pretzels, get the Southwestern style. Oh, man, I know Dots pretzels. They're very good. Yeah, I just looked... Yeah, they're Where are they very, from? The spicier... They're, you, you've seen these things in the... Let me see. They're great. They're like I, the red bag. Yeah. I've not seen them. Oh, they're great. Nate, are you going to be the guy sprinkling the salt I, on oh, each pretzel? Man. All right. <laughs> good luck to good Nate. Good luck, Nate. Good Let us know if you get the job, okay? Pretzel salt bay. $17 an hour. Patreon is so fucked up. Why can't I give this guy a free Patreon oh, yeah, membership? You have a Patreon, right? I have a Patreon, yeah. yeah. You, can't, you oh, can't give a free that Patreon Yeah, I'm heart. like, come on. Let's operate like any other business. Yeah. Let's give sales. Oh. Let's, let's in, in, incentivize people to become... It's so fucked up. I want to get in over there, uh, that office, and run you should be able. To, you should be running a sweepstakes here the whole time. Free Patreon memberships for handing them out. Yeah, it's like, Matt, you've said this, Matt. Oh, hell yeah. Matt, you've said this before. A lot of these companies, they like just set it up and go away. They're just like, I think it's all good. Have fun with our product. Patreon has also <laughs> one of the worst websites I've ever used of any piece of software. But it's just the money comes in because no one's paying Patreon. They're paying us. Yeah. The people love us, yeah. and we're making yeah. the content. Well, they're Patreon. taking a cut, believe me. They're take, oh, believe you me, they're taking a cut. <laughs> oh, you better believe it. Yeah. Well, I've got, I'll, make, I'll make my uh, treatise, treatise my, like, a, like a Martin Luther did. Yeah. Treatise. yeah, thank you. I don't want to waste more money. <laughs> treatise. Treatise, Cletus. Cletus. Hey, Cletus, I got a treatise. Come over here, I want you to read us. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun, huh? All right, listen. 
We're already over an hour. This is an extra five minutes of free show. People are so like, oh great, a free show. Uh, we'll be back in five. Adam and I are gonna cross streams in the I toilet. <laughs> pee at the same time. And we'll be back in five with more Adam, your calls. We got so much to get to. We're just, we're, we need a longer show, Vic. That's true. This is comedian Jerry Seinfeld. Here to let you know there's more of this episode waiting for you at patreon.com slash office hours live. Get over there to find out what the deal is with all of the bonus content, merch store discounts, and much more. Become the master of your domain by subscribing to the Patreon today. 